and I'm gonna go drop it directly into the trash. Hello, my little cephalopods. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that is simply asking the question. I realized that I'm going to stop saying that starts ends with a question mark and starts with a question for the second episode of the week because it does not. Um, it is all questions. Uh, hi, I'm Katie Nolan. Uh, today joined by, well, hold on a second, we'll get to it. Um, I told you guys last week this second pod is going to be <clears throat> like an interview show, but even that doesn't feel like the authentic thing to call it. I basically want to introduce you to the people I've met and been able to meet in this job that I really like as people and uh, or at least think I do and then sort of figure out why on the podcast for you. Um, It's something that suddenly feels really important to me, which is super weird. And I bet that means that in the future, there's going to be a time where I look back on this and I'm like, why did you take that so seriously? But I think it's like satisfying this urge I've had to put trust back into media interaction with fans it's way smaller than that that sounds like a big thing but I just feel like I am looking at the things I listen to and I'm like yeah but says who and I imagine because sometimes when I say stuff on this podcast you guys go I feel that way too so I imagine some of you also feel that way like it just seems like everyone's taking sides on literally everything not the big thing we all think of when I say taking sides but on literally anything there's always sides and you have to take one and then you got to argue and there's never we kind of skip the part where it's like well wait tell me about you let me see if you're the kind of person whose opinions I should trust um we just kind of give them and then people take them anyway I've been craving trust I think that's why I'm being drawn to do this um the problem is, the problem with being uh, ADD and having severe, what is it called now? The fancy word for the way my brain is broken, executive dysfunction. Uh, it, the problem is, like we knew with a guest podcast, I have to book the guests. Um, I'm terrible at doing stuff like that. But I told myself that because this mattered, I was going to try, and I have, and I'm not going to beat myself up about the fact that here we are on a Wednesday, and nobody, everybody is available next week, but nobody is available this week. Even Mina, folks, she was on a plane. So uh, I'm in this position. I was going to feel bad about it because that's normally what I do. I beat myself up, and I'm like, you, this is why you can't have nice things, because you can't get a guest. I know that I tried. Could I have tried harder? You can always try harder. I don't want to come on too strong to people. I tried. Point is, uh, I then I ran into this problem where I was like, well, I, then should I just grab anybody? Should I just like, I need an interview. Should I grab anybody? And then my brain was like, well, then that's not the point. The whole point was that you're like, these are people that I'm pretty sure I vouch for, but let me make sure. And I want to show them to you so that, you know, you can diversify your portfolio and stop making this the only podcast you listen to, which is really hard for me to say because I don't want to have to share you, but obviously I'm not going to satisfy all of your needs. It actually helps me to be like, hey, you need a brilliant breaking down of like tape. Here's Mina Kimes. Have you met Mina Kimes? Instead of me being like, well, okay, I can try to learn how to do that if you just give me a little bit of... This way, it's outsourcing. Look at it as outsourcing. Um, but I don't want to just throw anybody in here. 
Because then it's like, well, then if I don't value who I share the platform with, why would anybody else? So then uh, I got to a point. No, we don't even have to get into specifics, but I will say that right now the Harden news has broken. So what, where we're at right now is the James Harden news. It Hi, it's Wednesday. Has just broken. And the standbys I had most likely are not going to be able to help me now because the James Harden news just broke. And these people tend to uh, have more important things to do when stories as big as this happen. So what I decided was uh, I'm going to just record this right now as my backup. I will be my own backup. Um, And then if something else comes through, we'll go with that. Hopefully, this is me talking to myself and it will never see the light of day. Um, But in case of emergency, I'm trying to get... I think I've said before that like my 30s, I was my 20s, I was learning me and my 30s, I'm supposed to know me. I think about that a lot. And I'm trying to like, okay, I know I suck at like getting these things done. What sort of ways can I make it work for me? And so this is me trying that. The thing about trying is it doesn't always work. So bear with me. But um, so we, uh, yeah, I think I covered everything so that we I don't have a guest as of this moment, which means I still have to make a podcast. Weirdly, no ads. So I technically didn't have to make a podcast, but we've been doing enough leaving of you guys. Um, again, we just means me and my microphone. But I've been leaving you guys enough. I didn't want to be like, no pod randomly again this Thursday. It also, to me, would have felt much more like a, a failure of my executive dysfunction if I was just like, nope, not doing it. I would have felt really badly about myself. So here I am doing a pod, no ad reads, so we don't even have to worry if the Christina rule signed off on by Travis that I can't sing them anymore stands. We don't even have to get into that. We don't. We can avoid the hard issues. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to record this. If I get somebody else, you'll hear that one, which obviously, why am I even saying that? Because you won't have heard this. My backup backup, obviously, is Dan. You might be like, why wouldn't you just interview um, your boyfriend he's also a person which yes he is that's true good sleuthing um I'm gonna try to explain this as best as I can I think while obviously I love doing a podcast with Dan um it's actually how we met and the obvious I know we say red flags when things are bad but I feel like we should start saying green flags when things are very obviously being told to us by the universe and we don't notice them until like six years later uh, the very obvious green flag that was being waved was that the two of us, like, could love each other. There could be love there. Like, we got along so well right away, and he's always just been so kind with me and my career in a way that I was like, man, this guy really respects me. And, of course, that voice doesn't sound like me trying to convince me to date someone because me doesn't usually care about that part. But I guess what I'm saying is, uh, obviously, I love doing a podcast with Dan. Since our relationship has become a relationship, um, I'm still trying to figure out for Dan's sake, like where we draw the line with like what we share with people. Because I have, I, all I know is that my, is what I know. I I have, my value is somehow tied to me just being dead honest with you guys. (laughs) There is no value in me, for me to like hide anything or keep anything from you. If my main goal is for you to be able to trust me but I know that in a relationship it's not just me there are other people who just feel for whatever reasons and there are plenty of good ones that there's a line between like what you should 
share and and what you shouldn't. And I will say there are some things that I feel that way about too. I think my current understanding of it is that it's not really a line of what we share and what we don't share. It's kind of like a plane and there's a plane above it, which is like, you know, you're, you don't share anything. And then the plane below it is like, but you will share like the innermost thoughts you're having, but you don't share the like, my boyfriend and I got in a fight today. Like you don't, it's just, even as I'm talking this through, I'm like, you're not making any sense. Clearly, it's a part that I haven't figured out yet. Like how to be on a podcast with Dan and Dan's girlfriend. How to interview Dan about Dan, a person that I already know pretty well in a way that will enrich him and make him feel good about himself and let you guys know who he is. That seems to me like a very difficult task. I would rather interview a complete stranger. Interviewing somebody you know really well is tough because you get your wires crossed and you can't tell if you're being protective or if you're being, it's just tough. Let me just say that and then let myself move on. So if I had an, if I do have him on, if I use him as my backup, um, it's not going to be the deepest interview. Like, I think that Michael Jr. one went pretty deep. I think I checked in with him three times to see if he was okay. Because sometimes I don't notice that I'm just like pulling someone down there with me. But I think if I interviewed Dan, it would be fun. It would be entertaining. It would be great. But it wouldn't be what I'm trying to do with this day of this podcast. And I I can't, what I'm trying to decide right now is if uh, it's worth it to just, I mean, my job, they don't pay me to do this idea I have. They pay me to make entertaining content that people want to listen to. So would it be better to put out a funny, entertaining podcast with a funny, entertaining person that doesn't really go all that deep? Or is it more important to not switch the format of this second podcast like the day after the last one, you know? Like, I just don't want people to be like, well, I thought I was getting a deep conversation, but now I see that that's not this. And then the other side of my brain says, well, the first podcast of the week has nothing to do with any of this. So, and then I think all of it has nothing to do with sports. So I don't even know if someone has to listen to this before it goes on an ESPN platform. But if they do, I don't think it's getting there anyway. So this is why I'm saying I don't have it all figured out. And I am trying to figure it out. But in the meantime, figured I could uh, let you in on the process. And then I started thinking, that's right, that's host chat's over. We're now into the main meat of the podcast. Then I started thinking about this thing I googled the other day. I mean, that's that could be the name of literally every podcast available on whatever platform you're listening to this. Then I started thinking about this thing I googled the other day. Uh, I realized that the noise that I hear in my brain, you know, sometimes when you're like, oh, I just want to turn it off. Or I think what I said to Dan the other day was like, how can I take a break from me? <laughs> like, I don't mean that to sound dark. It's genuinely the purest understanding I have of like, my brain is constantly calibrating and recalibrating and like checking me and checking it and checking the world and checking him and checking you and like constantly and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's more information than I'm even using properly. But I do feel the wheels constantly turning. And it gets exhausting. And so I said to Dan, like, how do I turn this off? How do I get away from this for a second? Other than a, a hearty workout at the gym. Which I don't think I haven't been doing. I'm just, I don't want that. I don't want to become dependent on <clears throat> working out. It doesn't seem like a good Anyway, so I, I, and then I realized that 
trying to describe to Dan what was happening in my brain made something click because I don't think I'd ever put it together that way before. But I would like to describe it to you on the off chance that one little other person out there will be like, same, oh my god, that's really helpful to me. Um, I realize that I'm like constantly interviewing myself in my head in a in a less lame way than that sounded it's less about vanity it's not like look it's me the star of my own tv show it's like uh why'd you do that katie i see that you've uh decided to not um do this thing you were supposed to do why Hey, Katie, uh, you're playing video games again for like the fourth consecutive hour. Uh, instead of being sad and mad at yourself about it, which you're in control of, you could just stop playing, but you're not, you're simultaneously not stopping and like beating yourself up about not stopping. So what, what's up? Where's the disconnect? What about video game? What itch is that scratching for you? And then I'm like, well, geez, that's a tough question. First of all, thanks for having me. Um, but then I go deep into thinking about why. And I've, I've probably said this 18 different ways since, I don't know, whatever this massive change was in my life. I guess Ashley leaving. I may, have been, I may be repeating myself, and I understand that. But I feel like, I also understand that this may be just comforting for my brain. It may be just my specific wiring that makes this feel good for me to hear. But I've found so much purpose by asking myself why that sounds so dumb because obviously when you ask someone why what you're seeking is what the why why that happened what events caused that to happen but in examining like oh I'm actually playing video games because I crave I need someone to tell me I'm doing okay and I'm walking along a path because right now I feel like I'm sitting on the ground and I want to be walking but I can't walk or if I am walking there's no other object around me for me to use to show myself hey look we're moving the tree that was next to you is now behind you it's just I've lost a lot of perspective and video games you don't really need any it's like hey when you started today you were 10% done with this game and now you're 30% done with this game and you're like I walked I am I started at 10 and now I'm at 30 and it was filling this hole that like I had that was telling me I wasn't going anywhere obviously logistically in terms of real life I wasn't making any progress. I'm, I was sitting for the entirety, uh, entirety of the video game session. Um, but I think it, it was actually what got me to the place where I realized I was using it to, to satisfy a different need. And now that I know that, it's a lot clearer to me what I need. And it has also helped to have a person a roommate the only other person I talk to every day um like give me progress markers say to me like you know the big one was when I was like hey you're doing it you've you did the thing you you got your own show you moved up from bartending to YouTube to being on ESPN like you did that it's okay to like like just you need to know that that's what has happened and that you've done it you don't have to be done. 
but you have done it. And so it's, you don't have to beat yourself up about not doing it. You've done it. And now how cool is that? You've done it. What do you want to do next? Which completely changed my perspective. My perspective was like, what are we, what are we doing? And by the way, I just want to be clear in case any bloggers are listening to this or whatever. When I say do next, I don't mean leaving ESPN. I'm not making some sort of announcement. I'm saying like the decisions I made with this, like what do I want to do next? Well, I want to talk to the people I like and figure out what I can learn from them. And then I want to, you know, talk to this person and gather this life skill from them. And then I want to, you know, make stuff that makes this really, I have a really cool group of people that are following me now. And I look back and I'm like, when did all these cool kids get here? And now I'm like, well, let's make some stuff for these cool kids. Like, hey guys, come look at the cool kid. And I'm calling you kids, but that's just, you know. I'm like, look at these cool people here that want to see stuff I make. Isn't that cool? Come make some stuff with me in front of them so they can see the stuff you make. Because it's these people seem really nice and awesome and like exactly the kind of people I want to hang out with. So anyway, that was my disclaimer. I'm not saying, that's what I mean by do next. And what he did there was he just changed my entire perspective on it. I was no longer beating myself up about like, I'm trying to make it work and then this happens. And I'm trying to make it work and then this happens. Because like this happening was going to happen. Things happen. Stuff, I was going to say the stuff happens, but I, I don't want Travis to have to listen to this whole thing and edit it. Things happen. Nothing I can do is going to stop things from happening. They will always happen. What I can do is be like, okay, that thing happened. How do I keep that thing from happening again? Or make sure that this negative has something it can teach me and I can take that as a positive so that the negative never really, it hurts. It's, it, it hurts. You feel it. You absorb it. But you don't take it with you forever. You turn it into something else, and that's positive, and then you take the positive thing. Like, thanks. I'm at a point in my life where the song Thank You Next genuinely sounds inspiring to me, and I want to talk to Ariana Grande about whether or not she knew that or if she was just like, no, I just wanted another boyfriend. Uh, anyway, I think the whole point was I've, I figured out that I interview myself on that scale and on smaller smaller scales like the video game thing and literally every other thing I do all day long. It's why I feel like I'm running in circles because I've always joked that the weird thing about this job compared to an athlete is like, well, an athlete, they want to get better. They can go lift more weights. They can change their diet. They can drink more water. If you, if you make stuff it's always been hard for me to understand what the gym, and I don't mean that in this podcast sense, what literally working out looks like. I can't, what do you want me to go be more me? It was a thing I always said, ironically, in interviews. And now I'm realizing that like, yes, that was, that is my job to like be more me, to like read more things. And, you know, like we said on the Golic uh, interview, like eat more stuff so that I've got something to, you know, get out of me. Um, and so that's why I'm so tired mentally all the time because I'm trying to keep up with everything and read everything and also make sure that like, you know, I'm not being swayed by something that doesn't actually represent my values. It is exhausting, but it's also like I have these moments of happiness now where I'm like, and I trust this happiness. I know this isn't, I feel happy because I ate an entire bag of sweet tart ropes, um, or... I don't even know if I gave you guys this update for Christmas. Somebody sent 
we think it's the candy company and I'm going to let myself think it's the candy company so that I can keep eating it. Somebody sent me a gigantic box, like an industrial sized box full of smaller boxes of nerds and two industrial sized boxes of the nerds gummy cluster things that I definitely tweeted about and I'm pretty sure I've talked about on this podcast, but I don't know if I have. It's basically nerds rope cut up into little chunks. Um, they're uh, they're incredible. They look like the incredible gobstopper or whatever it's called from Willy Wonka, but they genuinely are the best candy I think I've ever had, which makes sense. Science should have caught up with us by now on candy. Like we should be releasing crazy candies and mostly it's just like smaller sizes of or different shapes of Reese's peanut butter cups, like ketchup. Anyway, well, let's go back to a train of thought that I was certainly on. Um, oh, the moments of happiness that I have now. The, I know that they're, that, they're, that they're satisfying parts of my soul that I want to reward. Does that make sense? Because sometimes you'll like eat candy or for me back in the day, I would smoke a cigarette and it would satisfy me. Don't do it. It would satisfy me in the sense that I was like, okay, oof, that calmed me down, took an edge off, whatever it is. But it also wasn't like fixing a problem. It wasn't satisfying the part of me that like I wanted to keep obviously, because I didn't keep cigarettes. And I think about it every day. Um, You know, I think the happiness I've felt since going through this, and hopefully this isn't a thing that means my life is going to be this way forever, because I'm tired. But going through all of this has made me like, sometimes I just look over at my dog and I'm like, what? Why do I have the coolest dog in the world? How did this happen? What a cool thing. What a cool dog I have who has these adorable eyes and does the most annoying stuff that is so cute to me now because I'm just like, boy, do I appreciate you. Of course you're going to sometimes weirdly sniff the couch in a way that makes me think that you've hidden poop in it somewhere and that you're looking for it, which is really interesting because I also would like to look for it because I bet when you find it, you're not going to clean the couch. I'm going to have to do it. So what are you sniffing about, Myrtle? But of course she's going to be that way because look how friggin' cool she is. She's just the sweetest, best dog. And I just, uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm, what I should say is I'm going through it, but I don't feel that negative about it. Anyway, after realizing that I interview myself in my brain, I was like, well, why don't, why don't I just do that on the podcast? Why don't, when we can't get a guest, the guest is me. And I know why I I curl back when I say that because I'm like, well, ew, that's, I mean, how self-centered. Which I guess literally, yes, but it's it's not because it's um, particularly fun. I'm not talking about, you know, how clean my house is because it's not. <laughs> I'm not going to brag to you, but um, I do so much thinking. For me to put it nowhere seems so like such a waste but I don't, but I don't know what the value of it is to anybody other than me. These are, this is like the most, that sentence is the most uniquely quarantined thought. I know that quarantine's bad. I know the pandemic is bad. Let me rephrase that. I know that the pandemic and the effects that it have had in myriad ways it is bad. I'm not joking. I'm not like an idiot. I think there are things that about it that uncomfortably forced us into certain situations that we never would have been in before and I think 
you got to try not to miss them. You got to try not to miss that because it can be super easy. And I, to be clear with you, still every day have a moment where I'm like, I need to get out of here. And you can spend the whole time doing that. But there's something too like, what in your life right now that needed improving or needed work but could not have your attention before? Like, what, what is that? What can we work on? I think originally we all felt it like, okay, what TV show have I never had time to watch that I'm now going to watch because I've got a lot of time and I can't leave my house? But I think, like, the brain version of that is, like, what's the thing? And it's not necessarily a thing like, oh, the book I've been meaning to write. We set these goals and they're lofty. It might just be like, oh, I wanted to understand what was happening in the government. Or, oh, I wanted to, you know, figure out, I used to play sports in college and now I don't have that. And I'd like to fill that hole with something. I'd like to find something that satisfies that drive in me. Or like, oh, I've been in this job for long enough that I think I hate it, but I can't tell. These are not me. These are, again, bloggers. Hello, that's not me. I'm, I'm quoting a fake person that doesn't exist. Just leave me alone. Uh, oh, I've hated this. I've been in this job for so long. I think I might hate it. And then I take this break and then I'm like, oh, my God, I hated it. Like, I think a lot of people are going to come out of quarantine, we'll call it, I guess, and be like, I had to clear out some stuff. And we wouldn't have noticed if we hadn't, you know, stopped everything. Obviously, losing businesses and the effect on the economy and the way that people outside of us have made decisions in their best interests and not in everyone's, um, those sorts of things are not like, well, everything happens for a reason. You were supposed to lose your business. That's, no, that's because bad actors don't do these things thinking exercises where they try to figure out if the policies that they vote for reflect their values that they claim to have. That is not what I'm saying. Please, if you have gone through genuinely, truly real economic or physical hardships in because of this pandemic, please do not feel like what I'm telling you is that you need to figure out why that's good. It isn't. There, but I mean, I'm thinking in terms of things that you used to do that like you can't, like going out, seeing your friends, seeing your family, all of that sucks, but it isn't an end, hopefully, for you. Hopefully, you have not lost someone. What it is, is a moment to make you reassess how much those things mean to you. And then if they do, I think when we're out of this, If we ever get back to normal, I think, like, you owe it to quarantined you to pursue the things you've chosen to keep in your life with a renewed passion. Because otherwise, how did it not get cleared out? How did you not, in this moment where we all had to take stock of what we had and take stock of where we were going, what we've acquired, we're kind of like looking in the closet and being like, okay, some of this stuff I do not need. Literally, yes, but in our heads. What have I acquired over my life? Where, where are we at? Like a, like a staff meeting. Hey, guys, where are we at? <laughs> Progress update. And then you, you clear stuff out. Pick the stuff you like still. Marie Kondo. Only the things that bring you joy. 
and understanding that joy doesn't mean like lack of work or like feeding your worst instincts. It means the things that like spark you, that make you feel like, yes, I can do that. Some things you're going to have to do, like refinancing your mortgage, but wanting to, you still have to do those. I'm saying clear out the stuff that you've been dedicating your energy to that didn't need you. Or change your perspective on your job and remind yourself why you came here in the first place. And if it wasn't intentional that you got to where you are, if you didn't directly say, I'm going to do this, I've always wanted to be this, and then you became this, if you sort of stumbled your way backwards into it and found yourself here, well, now you have the time to figure out why. Because gravity is real. And it pulls you in directions. And if you are somewhere, it's the result of either your actions that you've done on purpose or your actions that you've uh, not realized you were doing and then other people. And all of those things come together and you are where you are. And so quarantine gave you a minute, some people a minute, to be like, where, where, are, we, where are we at? What do we got? And then you got to move forward. You got to commit I think I'm like married to this idea of committing to moving forward out of quarantine because it took my mind it kept my mind out of a dark place to tell myself like if I kept focusing on like oh my god now this oh my god now this wait now this it was just getting to a point where I was like okay so I clearly am running towards a cliff rather than jump off of it why don't I look back at where I've ban and see if there was a road uh, that I missed that I could turn off at somewhere back there. Change the course of mine. I can't change the course of everybody's, but I can make sure I can get me back off. I can get out of the center of the wave and up to the top of it, to the crest of it, so that I can ride it. So that when all these crazy thing ha- things happen, I don't every single time have to question me and who I am. It's like a save point in a video game. I've said that to Dan because Dan, genuinely, the relationship I have with Dan is one I do not think we would have had if this pandemic didn't happen. If we weren't all forced to, and us too specifically, he was forced to stop doing the thing he has done every day for the last number I should know of years. 13, 25, I don't, he's done stand up every day for a long 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 time and he has a work ethic he's the kind of person it's so the opposite of me where he'll be like good morning I'm going to do this 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 and then I'm going to do this and I'm like why are you bragging why do you have to do this because I'm going to do um sit 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 and then yell at myself for not doing the things I needed to do so I'm glad we got our to-do lists out in the open but he he has a work ethic like crazy he's driven he, he knows exact he knew exactly what he wanted to do and he does it and he he has been committed to it and then this thing made him stop doing it like that is not that technically is not the dance odor I signed up for <laughs> but it has allowed me to spend more time with him than a either of us probably wanted but B, then our schedules would ever have allowed. And I think that we would have kept butting heads on issues like the way he lists out everything that he does in a day. That would have bugged me so much if I didn't understand where it comes from for him. And I do because I've gotten to know him and also I'm annoying and the same way I ask myself why, a lot of times the ones for Dan come sneaking out of my mouth too. And I'm like, why do you do that? And then we figure it out. 
It has given us a save point so that if our lives go back to what they were before, where he travels for most weekends and I, God knows what, like, what do I do? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Leave it to me. We may not be able to see each other as much as we've seen each other now ever again. (laughs) So we use the time to figure out like, oh, you feel, you get defensive when blank. Oh, I get defensive when blank. Oh, your relationship with your family growing up led to you being this way. Mine led to me being this way. Here's what helps me. Here's what helps me. So it's like, cool, cool, cool. We got all that information. I know who you are now. Let's head on out. And now when we get in little fights, it's still a work in progress. Please, dear God, do not take this to mean that we have a great relationship that's perfect and everybody should be like it. We don't. We are, we, he's not here right now because we got in a fight yesterday and we needed some space. So don't, you know, don't uh, take this as like, this is how to do it, guys. This is how you get it done. But I've started to feel like I'm using the time that I have been given properly and like using it effectively and using it to make myself feel safer and stronger and um, just more in control of what I can control. Because when you focus on stuff you can't control, you start to feel like you don't even get to control the stuff you do have control over because it all gets swept up in the tornado. And you're like, well, why would I even paint this wall if the house is going to be up in the tornado in five minutes? And it's like, well, it's not. The tornado is clearly going a different way. And the wall, you've been saying you're going to paint it for six months. So maybe you should just stop finding a reason not to paint it and paint it. I do literally have to paint the wall in my bedroom. And I just mean the one wall because I've painted all the other ones. And it's the wall that has my bed on it. And I can't move my bed off the wall because it's so heavy. And so I just have one wall and the two the two colors don't match like even a little bit. I mean, it's not even like, oh, one's blue and one's red. It's like one is grayish, which I know I also hate myself for saying that. And the other one is like yellowy beige. And so they just look horrendous together. And I've lived in a bedroom like that for many years. I don't want to count. Many years, probably three, two or three. Anyway, I'm lost in my own head and in metaphors. And has it been an hour yet? Because if it has, that means I can stop talking. Um, Or I might just stop talking anyway, because if it's not interesting, then why bother? No, it's been 35 minutes. Golly. Um, Honestly, that does feel like a natural end because I got so lost in all of it. And I still have to go back and listen and make sure I didn't say anything that was absolutely stupid. Um, The point is... I uh, I say it all the time, but I do really appreciate you guys and the community that we've built here. Um, and I think it's sweet. And yes, Camille, I did see your tweet that said that I could interview you whenever I wanted to. And I do want to. And don't think that that's a joke to me. But to you and to anybody in this community, um, you, it's uh, I am open to that idea. I want to do it when you're ready. And Camille, I know you're launching a thing right now. This could probably just be a tweet, but here we are. Um, I want to talk to you once you've like learned something from the thing. Because then I'm like, oh, awesome. I, or I know how to help you with that. Or you, oh, this. Right now you're in a spot where you're starting a thing. You can't do an interview when you start a thing. That's why like, I, I want to interview Mike Ryan. Mike Ryan Ruiz. He's the producer for Lebitard. But... He's clearly, A, too busy, but B, starting a thing. Probably C, I don't think I'd be allowed to. I bet there's a rule I don't even know that I'm debating. Um, 
but he's he's right now he is focused on output more than he probably has had to be in a really long time and he's always focused on output so like he is there is no I would be doing him a detriment to be like hey can you come slow down for a minute and really zoom out with me and he's like no I am zoomed all the way in I have a business to help run so like the same thing I'm just trying to make sure I can get have these conversations with the people that I'm I feel like the timing is working and they hit and it and it really makes the thing the conversation that we have valuable that being said (laughs) that's clearly why I have scheduling issues um with trying to get people to uh do this that are available at the same time but I have in the process of not being able to schedule today have uh two names scheduled a third essentially scheduled tentatively uh and a bunch of people who are like oh I'll do that I just can't do it now so I'm I am holding myself accountable and letting you know that we uh, looking forward next week I'm going to record two of these and give you one so then look I'll be ahead of the game uh it's a work in progress I'm figuring it out I'm not ashamed to admit I am bad at this part of the job and it's why I've always been like cool so I'll just go somewhere where somebody else can do that stuff and then all I have to focus on is stuff I really like to do but you can't only eat dessert you gotta eat dinner or else you're never gonna get better so uh I have been forced into a situation where, um, well, Travis would help me, but I also, um, if Travis doesn't know the people that I know, my pitch to do this podcast is very personal, so I don't want to be like, hey, my producer's going to ask you if you don't mind opening up to me about stuff going on in your life. So it's important to me that I do it myself, but it's also important to me that I don't let that become the thing that makes me not want to do it anymore because I hate scheduling and I hate phone calls and I hate like, are you free on on Thursday? No? Okay, well, what about Friday? Are you Pacific time? Are we in Eastern? I hate all of that, but I'm going to power through it so that I can learn the lesson that it's eventually going to teach me. All of that was to say that I have two guests next week already booked, so you don't have to worry that the second podcast is going to become me talking to me about me, though I know that that's very fascinating. Um, it'll be it'll go back to normal, um, quote-unquote normal, next week, and we will have some bangers of a guest. Of a guest. Banger of, it'll be a banger of a guest and then another banger of a guest. Names that have been floated, so they're nobody that you haven't named, but... I'm very, very excited. And that's the thing. I'm very excited about all of these. And now I've started, instead of interviewing myself all day long, sometimes I'll give myself these little breaks where I'll think about people, any people, people I don't know. And I'm like, if I could ask that person one question, what would it be? And then while I think through that, I'm like, oh, I should really talk to this person. Right now I'm watching, like I said, the hardened news broke. Uh, Woj is on TV. I've had some incredibly personal interactions with Woj. We haven't, like, hung out that much. But I've met his wife. He gave me a nice – we, like, sat down and he, we had a conversation before I went on my first date with Dan because I was so nervous. Um, and he's, like, weirdly been this very kind person to me throughout my career. So I'm like, oh, my God, we should absolutely get Woj on. And then I remember the, the reason I'm looking at Woj is because Woj has a job that makes him very, very busy – and I'm over here like fantasy booking my podcast, but I actually have to do it in real life. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited because I know I'm going to get to know these people that I know 
already even better, and you guys are going to get to know them even better. There was a comment in the Reddit when the Mike Golick Jr. episode dropped that when I first read it, my first instinct, as most of our first instincts always are with criticism, my first instinct was like, well, ugh, no, ew, that's rude. That's, oh, I don't like this guy. And then the more I read it, the more read it, the more I read it, I was like, I think this is exactly the comment that you want. It was somebody saying that their personal opinion, for whatever reason, was that they didn't like the Golics, which my instant reflex is like, well, that's, I do, so shut up. Um, but then where he went to, it wasn't a perfect post. I had issues with that. But where it went to was basically like, I never had, it's pretty cool to hear him own it like that, to say yeah, I got, I was, I was handed some things. Like, it's cool for me to, he, I would like ideally for when a person that doesn't like someone hears them say something, it would change their opinion. And I don't think we got this guy all the way there. But that was the comment that stuck in my mind as like, yeah, this could be valuable. Because the flip side of this coin that hopefully this pod will never have to address is there are some people that you might like that aren't going to be on here. Um, sometimes that's going to be because I can't book them. But I can't, you know, I can't control anything other than who's here. But I will, I'm, I will take this very seriously. Um, and mistakes will be made. That's another name of every podcast ever. Mistakes will be made. I'm going to wrap it up. Um, was did anything? Should I? A lot of stuff in sports has happened. But at this point, we're not going to talk about any of it. Because we don't have to. But I wonder if I say something about it and then we can cut that clip and put it at the beginning of the podcast so that then if like an executive comes to listen to this podcast, they hear like a really sportsy thing and then they tune out. I'll think about it. Um, guys, that's it for this week's edition of sports. I mean, the second, the second edition of sports of the week. Guys, hey, that's it for this second edition of the week of sports. <sighs> Shout out to nobody. <laughs> Shout out to, to you and only you talking to yourself about myself in in your head um also just something i should let you know here the only thing in the dock for the for the show right now <clears throat> espn films has teamed up with overthrow new york for a free and virtual class centered around its film blackfeet boxing not invisible the film which is available to watch on espn plus is about fighting for respect identity and acknowledgement the class will be taught by renowned boxers um apologies if i get any of these wrong ronica jeffrey uh callie reese and ayana okamosh um I'm not a fight sport person necessarily, but uh, actually Dan is, and I'm, it's getting me to kind of appreciate the art of it. Like, it was my fault. I wasn't a fight sport fan, but I had my reasons. Stay tuned. Uh, after the class, they're going to have a panel discussion, which is moderated by Jen Lada and uh, special guest Clarissa Shields. You can sign up at overthrownyc.com slash blackfeet. Sounds interesting to me. Um, it's not a podcast, so I'd, I will say you should also listen to ESPN Daily and Mina's podcast, because normally we, we promote one of those here, and The Right Time with Bamani Jones. Also, yeah, if, or for anybody recommending Bamani Jones, obviously, but I'm not ready yet. I gotta, um, I gotta build up some muscle before I take that on, because he is very, very smart, and I would imagine very difficult to crack, and so we will hopefully, don't tell him this, don't tell him I was like, he's an, an ideal that I want to work up to, don't tell him that. 
just know in the back of your minds, let it be our little secret, that the goal is to get to a point where I am comfortable and effective at interviewing Bamani Jones, because he's, that's a smart, that is a very smart man that intimidates me. Um, I already said this, but a big thanks to you guys for listening. I can't stop itching my nose, which means I'm about to have a panic attack if I don't calm myself down um because I think I'm realizing I just talked for 45 minutes and might not even use it and then even worse might use it uh big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later on a different streaming service just the once is fine thanks so much uh or you could leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast which we read and we love them I just didn't read any today because talking about yourself for a long time and then reading compliments is pretty bad for your ego I think in the sense that it would feel good and be a little much so um but thank you for leaving your reviews you guys are very funny you're funny in a way that like a while ago I would have felt as intimidating and now I'm like this rules they're so funny um so yeah keep leaving reviews but only if they're funny (laughs) and lastly don't forget that you can uh leave us you can leave us a voicemail it's 860-506-5571 and the us is is me but it's you and I love you guys and the doc still says because we use a template and it still says say goodbye Ashley and we'll get to her too she'll be on here too but not yet she's got a She's got to keep going through her, she's got to, she needs space to work on things. I can't, you know, you can't hold your friends down by being like, let me help, let me help, let me help. I got to give her some space and then I cannot wait to have her back here and figure out, learn some things and see how she's feeling and see what she thinks about everything and nothing at the same time. So she'll be here too. But that is the end of this podcast that is again about sports. Thanks for listening to it. And I'm going to go drop it directly into the trash. Thanks. Love you guys. Mean it.